Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. We have a wonderful collection of three new stories for you. So grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story collection comes to us from Eggermeyer's Bible Storybook by Elsie E. Eggermeyer. Peter's Great Confession Jesus and his disciples traveled north to the city of Caesarea Philippi. On the way, Jesus questioned the disciples. First, he asked, Who do people say that I am? The disciples answered, Some say that you are Elijah, the prophet. Come back to earth. Some think that you are John the Baptist, risen from the dead. Others believe that you are Jeremiah, or another prophet who taught long ago. Next, Jesus asked, But who do you say that I am? Boldly, Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus rejoiced to hear this. At least his disciples understood who he was. Jesus charged them not to tell this to anyone. Then Jesus talked about the troubles and sorrows that would come to him at Jerusalem. He would be arrested and cruelly treated. Because of the elders, chief priests, and scribes would reject him, he would be killed. After three days, he would rise again. The disciples did not understand what Jesus meant. They believed that he would soon be their king and they would have important places in his kingdom. Why should he talk about dying now? Simon Peter, who often spoke for all the twelve, took Jesus aside and said, These terrible things must never happen to you. Jesus turned and looked sadly at his disciples. To Peter he said, You talk like Satan, the tempter. You do not understand the things of God. You understand only the things of man. How much easier it would have been for Jesus to accept a throne and an earthly kingdom than to suffer and die. But Jesus did not want to do anything just because it was easy. He wanted to do his Father's will. Later, Jesus gathered the people and his disciples around him and told them what it meant to be his follower. If anyone wants to follow me, he must not live his own way, but my way. He must not be selfish and try only to take care of himself. If he will let his life be used entirely for my sake and for the gospels, he will be saved. What is a man profited if he gains the whole world but loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his own soul? God will reward every man for what he does. The people marveled at Jesus' teachings. The Mount of Transfiguration After a long, hard climb up a rough mountain slope, 
near Caesarea Philippi, the three disciples were tired. Far above the quiet valley, Simon Peter, James, and John looked for a place to rest. These fishermen were more used to rowing a boat than climbing a mountain. Jesus had asked them to go with him to the mountain to pray. When the three disciples reached the top, they were too tired to pray. They fell asleep, and Jesus prayed alone. While they slept, a great change came over the Master. His face shone as bright as the sun, and his clothes gleamed whiter than anything on earth. Two men came from heaven to talk with him. One was Moses, who had written down God's law, and the other was Elijah, who had spoken God's words to Israel. The three talked of Jesus' coming death. The three were still talking when the disciples woke up. How amazed they were to see their master clothed in such glory. In astonishment, they watched as he talked with Moses and Elijah. As Moses and Elijah were leaving, Simon Peter exclaimed, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you are willing, let us build three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While Peter spoke, a cloud overshadowed the disciples, and they were afraid. From the cloud, a voice said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. The disciples fell to the ground, trembling with fear. Jesus came near, laid his hands on them, and said, Get up, do not be afraid. The disciples looked around and saw only Jesus. The cloud and the heavenly visitors were gone. Now they believed surely that Jesus was the Son of God. The next day, they climbed down the mountain. Jesus told them not to tell anyone about what had happened until after he had risen from the dead. Still, the disciples wondered why he talked about pain and death when he, the Son of God, had been in such heavenly glory on the mountain. Later, when all the disciples were gathered together, they asked, Why do our teachers say that Elijah must come before the Messiah appears? Jesus answered, Elijah has already come, but they did not know him. They went on doing just as they pleased. They will make the Son of Man suffer also. The disciples understood that Jesus was referring to John the Baptist, who had been imprisoned and killed. Meanwhile, a crowd gathered in the valley to see Jesus. Jesus Heals an Epileptic Boy Jesus and his three disciples left the Mount of Transfiguration and started back to the valley. They found the other nine disciples surrounded by a questioning crowd. When Jesus came near, a man ran out of the crowd and fell at his feet. Lord, have mercy on my only son, he pleaded. He has spells and falls down. 
Sometimes he has fallen into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not help. Jesus was greatly disappointed that his disciples did not have enough faith to heal the boy. Oh, faithless generation, Jesus said sadly, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Turning to the troubled father, Jesus said, Bring your child to me. As they brought him, the boy had an attack. He fell to the ground, lay in the dust, and foamed at the mouth. How long has your son been this way? Jesus asked. The father answered, Ever since he was a small child, often he has almost lost his life when these attacks came upon him. If you can do anything, have mercy on us and help us. Jesus knew the father did not have the faith in his power to heal the boy. If you can believe, Jesus told him, all things are possible to him who believes. At once the father cried out, O Lord, I do believe, help me not to doubt. Jesus commanded the bad spirit to come out of the boy and torment him no longer. The boy lay so quiet on the ground that the people said, He is dead. Jesus stooped down, took the boy's hand, and lifted him up. The boy stood on his own feet and walked to his father. He was completely well. As soon as the disciples could be alone with Jesus, they asked, Why were we not able to heal the boy? Because you did not have faith, Jesus said. You cannot help such a people unless you live a life of prayer. And he talked to them about their need for faith in God.